As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I did the actually I did the escape room uh, last night. I was pretty cool. You ain't even oh, yeah. Escape rooms are really fun. Which one did you do? Um, I did uh the one in Atlanta. It's uh called the Clown. Um, it has a um a, what has a success rate? It has what? Uh, I think it's a twenty three or a thirty three percent success rate. Did you succeed? I did not succeed, but we made it to the third. <laughs> we almost succeed. I feel like if we had. Maybe an extra person. Cause I think we had uh we had five people, but uh six people could go into a room at a time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You want you want as many people as you can get in there. I did the one next to the Brave Stadium. I forget what it's called, but we did this um this market one, and like the whole like we spent too much time on the first part. It took us a long time to find the elevator to get to the next level, because you know they did a good job with the market. Like we was over here looking at shoes and shit for clues and all kinds of stuff. But we got to the end, and you need a lot more time to track the nuclear um, missile and prevent it from being detonated. Uh, then they have yeah. two more. They have three more games. One called basketball. One called Pharaoh. And another one called Outbreak. I think we should go and do it one day. You know what? Everyday Black Man Outbreak. Everyday Black Man Outbreak. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Everyday Black Man Podcast. Podcast for authentic black male thoughts. I'm Rocket. I'm joined by DJ All Might, Armstead, and of course R. Reed, also known as the Apostle Reed. Follow us on Twitter yeah. at EVYD Black Man. Instagram at Everyday Black Men and Everyday Black Men Facebook page. Our website is www.everydayblackmen.com. And subscribe to our Patreon for all kinds of exclusive content. RE Dick Picks, uh, Armstead's got Muscle Flips, and uh, DJ All Might has some exclusive sets that you can only hear on there. That's right, exclusive sets. So if you like music, DJ All Might's got some stuff for you. But man, we got some. Oh, y'all yeah, remember the Armstead Health Tips or whatever? The what? Y'all yeah, remember the Armstead Health Tips or what was it called? Armstead Fit Tips. Fit tips. Yeah, yeah. You should should bring that back one day. Okay, let's bring it back. Starting right now, Armstead, give us a fit tip. Oh, you went at the end of the the episode. The special, special. Nah, man, do it at the beginning of the episode, man. We're bringing it back. Special offer to get if you have to watch the entire episode to get it. Yeah, because he offered a video chat 
right now uh, workouts for twenty five dollars. Uh, they can, they, they can kind of <laughs> just fast forward also. Though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You may as well just say, but hey, you know what? You want to do it, and I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, you didn't say the thing. Nah, nah, nah. But what we are going to talk about today is all kinds of fuck shit that happened. Because uh, if you don't know, uh, you're probably listening to this about three weeks from now or two weeks from now for us. So yeah, it's been a little bit since MLK. And, uh, during MLK's, you know, day, you know, a national day that everyone should have off, but some corporations, <coughs> um, they, they don't give people the day off for MLK Day, but you should deserve the day off for MLK Day so that you can reflect on being the change that you want to see. But uh, that did not stop some <coughs> immigrants from being the piece of shit that we don't need. So you had Rihanna, you had, uh, what's that girl's name, the one who dated the pedophile? Oh, yes, that's right, Nicki Minaj. We all decided to put up uh, a picture of Martin Luther King with gold teeth, which I get it most of the days of the year, but not on MLK Day. That's just some stupid fuck shit. Plus, you're from Barbados. This ain't your hero. Go, go. Well, y'all did something, right? Y'all had somebody who did something? I mean, you being a billionaire is not the best thing that's come out of Barbados. Or is it rum? Who knows? Either way, stick to your own heroes and sheroes. Nikki, I know damn sure you're not about to make fun of motherfucking MLK when your ass just tried to get on uh, Michael B. Jordan because he used the name of a specific carnival and you were very upset with that. And then he decided to change his name out of respect for everyone. I know you, of all people, not making motherfucking jokes about motherfucking Martin Luther King Jr. on Martin Luther King Jr.'s day, his official day that we recognize, because you were so offended that Michael B. Jordan wanted to name his shit after a carnival, and that's that's not something that you have, you're an American, then stay the fuck off of American heroes, all right? You might be an American now, but you're an immigrant. You ain't two generations, three generations, six generations deep. You don't get to just bring up MLK after bomb blasting Michael B. Jordan, which you had better things you could have talked about. But you don't get to, to make fun of him for that and then come around and be like, I'm going to make fun of MLK. Make it make sense, sis. I mean, you know immigrants ain't the friends of black people. You say what? I mean, yeah, some of these immigrants are not, not, the, not the friends of black people, most certainly. But I'm of them, most of them not. What do you mean? They have the, what I'm saying is they don't have the same agenda as black people here. And that's fine. But for you to ridicule the black people here, you know, is a whole other dynamic, which, you know, is interesting. Um, but hey, you know, they don't have Adolf's problems, so why would they care? I mean, that's also very true, because they know they're not about to get shit out of Queen Elizabeth. She's like, yeah, we owned y'all people, and uh, fuck y'all for even mentioning this. Didn't we give y'all your freedom, you little peasants? I mean, that's how they treat you, so don't be over here coming for American heroes. These are our heroes, our people, that we will decide if we want to honor in ways which are not really honoring them. Like, just, just stop it. Just stop the cat. Like, if you aren't someone who's been three generations deep in America, don't don't bring it up. I have the same level of smoke that I have for fucking <laughs> Mitch McConnell for bringing up MLK. Like, nigga, there's nothing you've ever done that MLK would stand for. On top of that, weren't you in the same rallies told about that nigger needs to be told that he needs to stop? Weren't you calling him a rabble rouser? I mean, you old as dirt, but you're still old enough to know that we know your history, sir. You've always been this anti- anything kind of canon. Don't be coming out here talking about, well, you know, Martin Luther King wouldn't want... You don't know what the fuck Martin Luther King would have wanted because you're white, all right? You don't understand MLK. You've never been 
the kind of person who would have benefited from any of his policies because you've always been very white and extremely conservative. And yes, I know Democrats and Republicans flip, but we don't know which <laughs> hey, side of the you know, It was so on. funny watching them trying to tie the voting rights to like Martin Luther King when all their voting rights is about we need y'all to vote us in so we cannot do anything y'all said we would do. Well, like any of the things we said we would do, <laughs> but y'all need to vote us in. So come November, it's going to be a red wave. I'm telling y'all. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. They, I mean, look, look, Biden's got Biden one trump card, <laughs> but he got to actually be willing to play it. The 10000 off your student loans, he'll get, he'll get a lot of people votes, but he ain't going to do it. Nancy Pelosi said they can't do yeah, it. I think he's seen these polling numbers because his numbers keep going down month after month after month after month. He said he would do 10000 He did a dollar. I know. That's what I'm saying. He going he gonna to try to pull something off, but it's going to be too late. Because the problem is Democrats are trying not to do anything too controversial until after the uh, midterms. But it's like, bro, if you don't do something before the midterms, people ain't going to show up for the goddamn midterms. You all don't lose. Then it becomes a red, not a red wave, nigga. That's a red avalanche. Yeah. And Republicans will get in there and do some fuck shit, and Democrats will be leaning back control in 2024. I was reading Bernie Post. He think they was talking about all these people. No, it was Bernie with Sean King talking about all the people who died from COVID. And you read the comments, they were like, "Well, these people are selfish. They're not getting the vaccine." I'm like y'all know, people still down with this vaccine, right? And I'm vaccinated, bro. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> like, well, the thing, the thing that's stupid is like Sean King made a post basically to say, like, "Look, we've lost the, the ability COVID, to control this." Correct. And I think well, that's it's, really... it's endemic. Yeah, it's endemic at this point. Like, if you exactly. want a vaccine, you get it. Like, they like, this is why we should have did the mandate. Like, most people don't feel that way. Yeah, most people. Most well, no, people the thing like about it is, if you did the mandate, y'all didn't have a good enough way to. Again, it'd be different. If we were living in a country where we would pay for everybody to get stuff done. Because I heard about not France. You want, you want Italy? Healthcare, get the, get, yeah, give you want healthcare? Yeah, get the fucking vaccine. That makes sense to me. <laughs> makes sense to me. <laughs> I like it. Well, see, I don't. I, well, I caution that only because I think, to a certain extent, like Republicans. Well, let me not say Republicans because it's not really a Republican thing. Contrarians have a point. The vaccine is not going to prevent you from dying. It will most certainly uh, reduce the severity of COVID, but COVID can still take you out. So there doesn't exist a reason why we should be 100% telling people that they have to get the vaccine if everyone taking it is not going to prevent all deaths. I mean, to the only reason extent, you should have got it is if it was going to stop the spread, and it didn't stop the spread, so that should be an individual choice if you know it's not going to stop the spread. That was my whole problem with it. It doesn't you. stop the spread. They said it slows the spread. We said stop, not slow. That don't make any sense. Yeah, the but people the, are problem is, the problem is people aren't willing to put their dicks on the fucking table. The reverse quote Kevin Samuels. Because if people are willing to put their dicks on the table, then just let's let it just spread. Let's let it kill who it kills. And then whoever ends up alive at the end of the day, that's fine. But people don't people want to do that. It's like, I'm afraid of dying. Are. And it's like, I mean, you can't Everybody say you're afraid of dying. Bro. But you don't want to get the vaccine. That's not true. But you also don't want to wear a mask. No, no, no. There are people saying that. I'm not saying I everyone is reasonable. I think if you don't want to get the vaccine, I don't want to hear you crying about getting COVID and being severely hospitalized. And and the problem was a lot of people caught Omicron. And from that point, a lot of people found out it wasn't that that particular strain was like a cold or a flu. And they were just fine. Uh, we have somebody on the podcast right now who caught Omicron, and he was just fine. And they're going to let that nigga's like, name out there like that. Oh, I didn't. 
I think we got like three people on the podcast that could have been. We already talked about it. No, I was, I was yeah, exactly. He, he's forgetting that. I wasn't you, you threw this nigga's whole you. name out. That's what I wasn't talking about. You I was talking about Armstead. <laughs> yeah. See? Now I threw a name out. I was Armstead sick of See? Man. I knew this nigga was snitch. See? You're a dick, bro. Anyway. Armstead didn't suffer any consequences from it. He was just chilling. Couldn't hold me. That's because Armstead always stayed in the gym, so the gym saved him. That ain't why. It's just the Omicron variant didn't affect people like that. The mutation mutation is not making it stronger. The mutation is just basically it turning it to like. Yeah, that's all it is. If you're a virus, you don't want to kill your host. (laughs) You kind of want to keep your host alive. I got natural immunity now. Yeah, yeah but the natural immunity is only gonna last for a small amount of time, sir. Long last, um, but I mean, no, 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 no. He's got he's got six months, but I mean, it's six months. Don't act like you got natural immunity for the rest of your life. This ain't fucking shingles. <laughs> this ain't shingles. The life. Nigga, stop spreading that falsehood. I don't want to get struck down by Instagram. Well, they gonna strike us down because we're not following a narrative. Get vaccinated. That's it. That's the narrative, bro. I mean. I do think there is a lot of reason why people, especially those who are overweight, should get Correct, the vaccine. But when they try to do it to your children, you just like, man, fuck that. Like, I know somebody was like, I'm going to get my children vaccine. I'm like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there's, a, there's a large case to be made for people getting their children vaccinated to be a little bit Hesitant. too much. Yeah. Just because there's, there's already enough stuff that your kids have to get as far as vaccines. Correct. So you're saying that, oh, yeah, on top of this, I want to get my kids vaccinated with this other vaccine, which, again, I'm not saying kids haven't died. I mean, we covered the case of that baby on the way to Hawaii who died of COVID. I mean, it happens. At the same time, I think just people are willing to accept the consequences. Like, Armstead was willing to accept the consequences. If he had died, he would have been like, hey, man, this is a choice I made. And that's the problem most people is. Most people are cowards. So they're unwilling to say, I made this choice, therefore I'm dealing with the consequences. That's why we have like 1,500 of them damn posts where people are like, my spouse is dying of COVID. He urges everyone to get the vaccine. It's like, no, your spouse, your spouse is unwilling to deal with the consequences of not getting the vaccine and treating it like it was just a flu until all of a sudden you had a really bad reaction. And now you're over here wondering why, you, why nobody made you get it. And at that point in time, it's like, bro, just own your failure. Just Go ahead and die quietly and peacefully with one person that you love because the hospital's not going to let you have to. And just just do with it as it is. I mean, like, we've all seen the numbers. We've all seen 800,000 people died of COVID. And you can, you know, be speculative or whatever you want to do. But people are dying of this. If you decide to not get vaccinated, fine. If you get COVID, fine. If you start dying from COVID, don't say anything because we don't need tears from people who could have at least done something. Now, I think if you get vaccinated and you start dying of COVID, you have every right to bitch, moan, complain, and whine. But if you didn't get vaccinated, you got to do what you wanted. Sometimes there are consequences. That's the American dream, right? Even they is really vaccinated. I didn't even damn near died. So, like, I, yeah, but he's also an old-ass nigga, so, I mean, let's not... I just feel like, if you look, man, it, it, it's just like life. Shit ain't fair. Viruses ain't trying to be fair. You... It, it, do what you need to do or not and see what happens like it is. It is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not vaccinated. I'm not even anti-vax. It's just the fact that I'm waiting to the point where I either hear that this is the best version of a vaccination or I have to just I think the problem like, is the, the people are tired of this emergency health state because like after a while, you're like, man, fuck this shit, bro. If I catch it, I catch it. If I don't, I don't. 
What do you mean emergency real estate, bro? We are in red states. There's no emergency talking, health, nothing. Well, you know, but they have the companies, the private businesses. If people live in the north or in a blue state, you chose your master. Oh, yeah. Again, we don't like the racism. We don't bro, like the racism. I'm like, no. be hearing niggas from up north talk about the south. I'm like, bro, what racism y'all talking about? The racism we experience is just as subtle as yours. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ours, ours is not as subtle depending on where you uh, are. Well, like if you're in the backwoods, but all of us live in the south. How many times you experience blatant racism? I experienced blatant racism um, a handful of times. Okay, but how, how much is that different from niggas who stay up north? It's all. Well, no. Remember, with, with niggas up north, it's microaggression racism, like the Asian person following you around the store. They don't really consider that to be racist. They just consider that to be niggas in New York. Blatant racism, in my experience, was in California. All the other racism, my experience, was in the blue state. How could you experience racism well, in the blue state? Talk about how the black people got kicked out of California either. Well, let's just talk about the fact that it was NorCal, NorCal, where all the Black Panther uh, stories and racism started, or was that so? Everybody can be shocked as much as they want to be about California, but I mean, it has it's in it's in rooted to be a damn near the most northern southern state ever. So I mean, that's also true because niggas always forget about the fact. And I'll let you get back to your point, DJ. That uh, remember the we used to be able to carry AK 47s and all kinds of cool shit until Ronald Reagan fucked that nigga. He deserves to be in the deepest pit of hell. Uh, decided that because the Black Panthers had AK 47s that he was gonna ban them all. But y'all like mm-hmm. talking about your real Republican heroes because. Them niggas is as democratic. Reagan, Reagan is the one that fucked up his country to to make it is what it is now. He was the beginning of neoliberalism, and every president yeah. after that is. But they hate that word, and they're like, "No, Republicans don't do it." No, Reagan started neoliberalism, right. which is basically the state does what the state wants, and rich people for all. Yeah. What was mm-hmm. that wording? Neoliberalism. Neoliberalism. Then you would be a Democrat or a Republican, be a neoliberal. Every president you ever had since Reagan is a neoliberal. All of them. Bush. Obama, <laughs> they're all corporatists. Like they'll, the only difference is like when you got a neoliberal Democrat, they're gonna pretend like they give a fuck about social issues, but they'll never do anything through Congress if they really want to do something. Like Bernie Sanders posted the other day, abortion is a constitutional right, and that's just a straight up fucking lie. That's a lie. Like you just lied to people. That was a straight up fucking lie. Abortion is not a constitutional right. It was decided by a court when the, when, and that's not how the Constitution works. It was interpreted. Well, well, yeah, but most people don't Correct. realize that, that something decided by the court is not a constitutional Correct. right. That just means that you were given that because Republicans like to hit that all the time when they're like, um, well, based on the, the one finding, people having being forced to work inside of uh, inside of jail, prison is is not really slavery. Oh, it's really got, just, well, you know, what, what's the difference between program. the constitutional judges when you got one that's like an interpreter's? Of what they think they what they think they were trying to say versus uh what's the other one when they was like this is what they the literal, literal. the literal what they correct just said. <laughs> yeah and that's the problem but when you think about all these social things y'all y'all they have y'all fighting over if Congress really gave a fuck about any of these things and they were in power if they wanted abortion to they have the majority and they could be like abortion tomorrow if they wanted to do that the Republicans are about to get the House uh, probably this House. I don't know about the House and the Senate, but if they really want to pass abortion, I think I think they I think they only have to do is switch over one seat, and I think that's going to be easy to do. I don't think Georgia's going to lose. I think it's going to be somewhere like either Nevada uh, I or. Think gonna lose, bro. <laughs> no, I don't think Warnock's. I don't think Warnock's going to lose because Warnock is going against a, a divided House. Because remember, half the people want um, 
want David Perdue, and the other half want uh, what's the other guy's Ooh, name? The football player. No goddamn Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker fucking too. No, a lot of people will vote for Herschel Walker because of football. But the problem is neither of these candidates is extremely strong when you guys don't have it already decided. It'd be different if this was like y'all know who you're gonna vote for now, but well, one of them slowly campaigning and building his war chest. Y'all niggas can't build a war chest because after Republicans lose, they don't just give each other the money like Bernie did with Clinton. They just go, oh, well. Yeah, Bernie, uh, whatever. But yeah, like, just remember, y'all, all these things can be solved if they wanted to solve them. They just didn't do it. They just don't want to do it because they want you to fight over it forever. Y'all want abortion? Okay, prove. I, I, the one thing that Dave Chappelle said was the best thing I ever heard. If you have the ability to choose not to be a mother, then the father should have the same ability not to be a father, period. Financially and physically. I mean, I get that mm-hmm. you have to. You can sign over your your rights in some states. But you have to. You have to allow it. Then you're like, she has to allow you to sign over your rights. I'm saying, period. Correct. That should be the case. Oh, I don't want to be. And it can't be. It got to be within the first three months of the baby being born. I would say. I would say during pregnancy or whatever. Uh, no, no. I think first three months plus DNA test, so that it's for sure yours. Because if it's Correct. not genetically, if not genetically, if it's not genetically, genetically. If it's not genetically, thank you, Reed. If it's not genetically yours, then I think you should just be like, uh, Lemon Law, this is not my baby. She is a cheating motherfucker, and see you niggas later. I actually like that word, genetically. <laughs> genetically. <laughs> uh, everyday black man stretching the vernacular backwards. Genetically? Like yeah. Hey, man, you know, genetically, that child ain't mine. Man, you should actually get that put in the dictionary, bro. You heard it here first, everybody. We can put genetically. it in. Uh, We'll have to be on the everyday black man. Hey, bro, words are made up every day. Like pushing P. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Pushing P. Like, what the fuck exactly. is this nigga talking about? Don't even be good. What's pushing P? I know who the fuck knows, bro. I heard Ghana say it. Like, what the no fuck? one fucking knows. Yeah, you pushing P. I'm like, what? Make up some shit. Say it means something. It's like, I mean, all you got to do is get a couple influencers, and next thing you know, man, you're rolling in the virtual fame. Yeah, you just be like Cap. Just say Cap. It don't even. What, what the fuck? Cap? Uh, ops. Not the cap. Yeah, ops. Opposition? Like, oh, I have ops? Okay. The ops used to be, you know, the like the FBI and stuff like that when we were younger, but apparently an op can be anyone that's in opposition to you. <laughs> exactly. Ops now just means anyone, like, if me and you disagree on which door to go through in uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, all of a sudden, damn, you the op. Oh, this nigga had to put the game in there. Had to throw the game in there, man. Had to throw the game in there. You know how the game goes, man. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. These people keep us fighting over dumb shit like abortion rights. Uh, what is the voting rights thing was a scam, bro. They, they didn't give a fuck about. Well, that. I, I think I think, right. I think abortion rights is worth fighting over, but it's only worth fighting over if we're well, being completely they don't want honest. Finality, which finality is to it. That's if, what I'm saying. They don't want that. Exactly, exactly. They don't want finality to. I think we should have finality. You have abortion rights, and a man has the right to turn the kid over. Uh, within the first three months, because I mean, you don't get state care anyway. But what if you make so much money and I can oh, benefit? So well, do you want the kid or do you yeah, want his money? They want the money. You already know that. Tristan Thompson speak of this. I think he claimed that child. He got the DNA test, and uh, I mean, he should claim that child. You know, he was busting, robbing that chick. I mean, the thing about Tristan Thompson is this man has proven to you that if you don't want a woman, it don't matter how much she changed, it don't matter what she does, you will still be with the streets. City boys, middle. Because it's not City Boys Up with Tristan Thompson. It's middle. Tristan Thompson's a dumbass. 
I mean, but he's not the only one. You got PJ. He's Canadian. He's Canadian. He don't count. Hold on. Don't don't bring him over here. No. <laughs> this nigga said, look, he is not full blown second not gen or third gen American. He might be out here letting and random bitches, but that nigga still come off a of sweet. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to pay him. Have you seen him do an interview? Nah, but see, we gotta we gotta stop. Nah, it, hell nah, nigga. Sometimes you see it. You acting like that's that's not a real thing. No, no, no. Sometimes you see it, but I'm saying to me, he doesn't come off as being sweet. He just come up as a dumbass yeah. nigga. That nigga zesty, nigga. He's zesty. You, again, but that's the problem is because we as men allow it, and they take it to ridiculous proportions. Like, and skipping forward through most of music because the weekend got go got sunned by Gunna again and. I don't know what the fuck that shit is about. But hey, um, if we're going to be on music, I just want to let everybody know um, y'all are fucking idiots for constantly keeping young boy, uh, NBA, whatever the fuck that is. Wow. I'm stupid and I wear makeup now. Brother, tell him you wear a big car. NBA, young boy, NBA, it's nice to all. I don't know, we're talking like. <laughs> like I hate that. Yeah, I'm actually I'm mad because you look at the discography, uh, the catalog, or the catalog of a lot of folk, excluding Guwa, because I respect Gucci, and Gucci is the reason why a lot of the South is successful right now. Yeah, he held up the whole South. He are he A and R the hood South, South. like the last fucking the hood South. Uh, yeah, but the hood yeah, South has hood. been like the driving force of music for the what last six years. But yeah, they just it's, the discography for some of these motherfuckers is just ridiculous. I think. Like streaming has created like a double-edged sword. Like it makes it easier, easier, of more simplistic to get your music but out there. It's and accessibility, man. Accessibility, man. You want accessibility, Yeah, but I'm talking about the high volume of trash that's out there and these dumb, new generation Zers. I mean, all are just the most retarded. So they put it for $40 a generation Z, bro. You, you know. I know that. I know that. They're here to stay, but. It, you know, because, all right, me and my wife had a conversation because she is a millennial and I'm a millennial technically by theory. And she knows I hate being called millennial. Right? So we, we, we tried to come up, a, uh, we came up with a term. Uh, I call myself an ex-millennial um, because I felt like I relate more to the generation X. I was born in 85. Nah. She was born in 91. Nah. She's, she, she's a... You don't, know, bro. It is. You know, you no, know, because don't. think about it. Do you do you feel like you do you feel like you're a millennial? I definitely am. You think yeah, you are? I know I am. We were born in no, the same no, year. Is. No, no, no. Outside of outside of the trolling, what other millennial thing do you do? He's avocado toast. I don't eat, I don't eat yo, avocado yo, toast. Yo, hey, first off, avocado toast is delicious. I don't know why it's a millennial thing. It's a fucking, is it a fruit or a vegetable? No, nope, no, 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 no. The it's old people decided to make it a millennial thing, so it's I'm a millennial thing. thing. But like, it's the, it's the cell phone shit, bro. I've had a cell phone since I was 15 years old. But, you, don't, you don't sit no, there the and struggle even with typing in basic instructions. The generation no, no, no. I've talked to plenty of generation no. Xers who are terrible at they their have but, like, but, the trash. but the thing is, you gotta give you got to give props to the transitional period because just like people yep. say, well, I'm an Aquarius, but I'm closer to a Capricorn because my birthday is like... Yeah, but that's all cap, same. and you know it's cap. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the I cap. Don't, I don't relate with the millennials. Bro, I don't. Everybody of the millennials. I know that, but I feel like it's. I know we are serious. I know what you mean why you say we are serious a little bit of both. But my sister, exactly. You're the most millennial of all millennials. I'm the most millennial of millennials. Why? My sister's in it because you you don't respect authority. We just had a whole conversation (laughs) on that before this. 
Generation I do respect authority. authority. I just need authority. No, 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 no. You do not respect authority. You respect chain of command, but chain of command is very different than authority. First off, I don't appreciate you out here exposing me in front of these people we don't know. I don't <laughs> First know. and foremost, I'm not exposing you. I'm just telling you why you're, again, I think you just don't like the stuff that the younger millennials do because as an old head, they deserve like, a different What are y'all niggas doing? <laughs> They need a different title, man. They can't be the same, man. There's a they are they're within, no. they're within that twenty year span. I I get it. No, they gave millennials. They didn't. They didn't give millennials a twenty year span. They gave us no what, nine, millennials eight. are a twenty year span. The people who, the people who I know, they're like, oh, but but people, whatever. No, millennials are people from nineteen eighty to right before two thousand. Those are mm-hmm. those are millennials. Regardless of whether people want to be like, oh, well, no, I'm a. You're not a special snowflake. Right, you're a millennial. You're a millennial. And that, I mean, but that, that's the other thing. You're stupid enough to think you're special. But there's there's crossover in every generation, though. You know that, right? I I know that. It's just the fact that I don't. Really I feel like to. all of this could be addressed if you just read the four turning, because you're literally right. the most millennial of the millennials based on that. Because you just there's certain things you have a disdain for that you really would only have a disdain for if you're a millennial, because millennials are the first generation that told the previous generations. Fuck you guys. Like, you made the world worse for us. We're not going to sit here and take it lying down. Yeah. Whereas every other generation has been like, hey, whatever we inherit, that's what we inherit. Y'all did great. Y'all are great. Because boomers, they boomers think they're the greatest generation. The greatest generation was probably one of the greatest generations. But boomers think they're the greatest generation. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Why are they dying now? Why didn't they fix that? They're dying. Do you hate boomers, bro? No, the generation, the great generation are the people who really transformed the country with bold ideas. But boomers think that they're them. But they're the ones who sold this fucking Yeah, exactly. Boomers, boomers, what was, were what, was our, what was what was Howard Hughes? Is he a boomer or is he before that? What was that? I don't before? know what year he was born. Howard Hughes is the greatest of whatever his generation was because we use all the technology that Nick. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was the greatest generation. But I'm looking up right yeah. now. He's the greatest generation. Okay. Hey, what's that black so, guitarist okay, who that... Did, discovered the Wawa or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Howard Hughes is greatest yeah, generation. Yeah. Right, how are he? Okay, so what boomer is the equivalent? They of don't have any. Uh, there is one. They don't have any. Right. No, technically, no, no, they bro, did. Boomers were presented with. They did, but he's dead. He's dead. Is is uh is uh what's his name? Is dead now. Uh, Steve Jobs. Oh, is he Steve Jobs. Fuck, you're right. Steve Jobs is. Steve Jobs. Generation. Generation. What? He is. He is. He died. People. Steve Jobs was greatest generation. Was he genetic? No, no, Steve Jobs well, he's is a boomer. He's a boomer. He's a boomer. Steve Jobs okay. was, a, was a boomer. He was born in 55. Yeah, but he is right. the Howard Steve Hughes Jobs was their, was their person. His ingenuity is... is Fuck cancer, cancer, man. Fuck cancer. R.I.P. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Yeah, but Steve Jobs was an asshole. Um, Y'all know it. You can't be that smart and not be an asshole, though, man. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about you if you're an asshole. He created more things... You just talked about making fun of the fact that so many of these Gen Xers use Android. Yeah. You're going to turn around and be like, Steve Jobs was an ass. Nigga, like, your phone right he, now is screaming at your hypocrisy. There is nobody that's going to be in that on that scale of genius and not be an asshole. Like, it's impossible. And you the are. fact that if you're not an asshole, you're... That's not true. That's what? not true. We just, just who, 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 who's a, who, how can you not be an Name us just one Elon person Musk. who's who's yeah. not... You can't be. Elon Musk is a huge asshole. Like you, he's one of the biggest assholes in the entire world. He said Elon Musk. No, you just like Elon, Elon Musk. You Elon don't Musk work for him. So he is the he has baby face level shade when he shades you. That's how fucking much of an asshole he is. 
because he does it in such a, a calming manner. Yeah, he's pretentious. He called himself retarded to get out of like doing shit, but you know. Oh yeah, that was the funny thing about it. Is like he tried to blame it on. Oh, I'm retarded. No, you're not. <laughs> he could be. You he know, no one's able to command the company, bro. He lies, bro. Like all that stuff he had. Like he didn't invent Tesla. He bought it for somebody else. <laughs> oh, but no, 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 no. Again, no, no. that's theory? the best part about no, no, Elon Musk. I, I disagree. I disagree with what Raw reads said because I when you like this point, if you no, no reason I say that, I'm not saying he's wrong on what he's in, in what Musk is doing. If you sign up for the uh, software and materials to build apps with Apple or even with Samsung, Google, or Android, it says in a discretionary agreement that uh, everything you create is ours. So yeah, you that, might not have my definition. Invention where you don't create nothing yeah, but, but anything. Like, you don't own anything. But, but, but the thing is, I gave you the tools to create it. That's my theory. Nigga, that's mine. That's not how it works, though. No, no, it's it not is. how it works. I know it ain't they ain't how it works. I'm just saying, but they they used they Gen, used best peak Gen X though. They leveraged Gen X. They leveraged the fact that you did not have the tools or the uh, foundation to create the idea that you genuinely did come up with. They didn't That's know. What they didn't either though. Every idea is built upon another idea and improved, and they're trying to take. Inception, and they're at, like they never uh, came from anything before that. Like, but. but I mean, what 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 great inventor didn't have the person that uh, gave or fronted the money try to steal their shit? It's just the, the that's the vicious cycle. Book. Correct. A few minutes later, we bought, but we we have an imagination that these niggas like their imagination is all based oh on their own. Granted, they come up with great ideas. Bro, they're they're just a generation. They're, they're, their imagination is much better than you give them credit for. Man, these kids are gonna be amazing, bro. I'm telling you. No, they're creative. These kids will be amazing once they have fun. But yeah, you're right. They do have great imaginations. Um, um, I know they differ because we hear the music and we see them moving. Yeah, but they did things. Hey, but you're but you're painting with a very broad brush. No, when all you're right, all the right. music. So all right, I'm not painting it with a broad but brush, but our generation is the Doug generation. Remember how that created that? Hold on, let me close my fucking door because the fucking dogs. Our rappers can't even sing um, back in the day without getting this. No, no, no. That's not creative, nigga. They got auto tune. Them niggas just want to sing and they couldn't sing and they had the technology. No, and all of them want to sing. No, singing is an interpretation of a voice, and, and if you like it or not, Ja Rule had a little thing that worked. And it, ja Rule, Ja Rule found out he 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 struck lightning in the bottle and he made sure he corked that shit until Fifty and them came over and stuff. You singing ass nigga, <laughs> and then that 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 stopped a lot of rap. Right, exactly. It did the same thing. What I mean by all right, so. Look at the cartoons. That's what I'll say. Our our imaginations was not only sparked by us and our creativity. No, they're kid, not making. But it was sparked by what now. we. You watched. know, we're making the cartoons now. I know that. I know that. But the thing the thing is, we had better uh, idea triggering cartoons versus this shit. Now everything's the same cartoon, or at least the same foundation, and and nothing is being like provoked because. And I'm talking about like thought provoking, like anything. It's just like the same shit. Like I don't watch cartoons enough to be like um, subjective, but I've seen some cartoons that I was like, "Oh, that's amazing." Um, I've, I've come across some because my my, <clears throat> my family out here, or the kid, you know, they got the kids and stuff, and then we came across some stuff that we might let our you know son see. But it's just that middle grade level of uh, shit that we had in, in our uh, adolescence before we were just teenagers, even with teenagers, there is no, no, 
nothing for that. Everything's reality TV or it's going to be internet based. Like they don't have nothing that's edgy or close to edgy for teenagers. Me and my, I just saw Paranorman for the first time yesterday. Um, and that being a kid movie was not a kid movie, but it was still interesting for what it, it offered in a, in a movie. Well, you gotta realize kids. We didn't have choice. They have choice. And that's going to be something very different that this generation can experience. Like, like they like this show now. I'm talking about little kids called Coco Melon. And when mm-hmm. we were young, we had oh, Barney. I like I never. I watched Barney. Nigga, y'all don't. Y'all was gonna stop sleeping on Eureka's Castle. I didn't watch Eureka's Castle. No, bro, Eureka's Castle ain't got shit on Coco Melon. I didn't watch that. And then, and we also had what's that show? Uh, Gullah Gullah Island. Um, we, that wasn't our generation. It was. That was oh, us. Yeah. We, we were teenagers when Gullah Gullah Island came. Bro, we were kids still when Gullah Gullah Island came out. We had to be kids. I hated that as a kid. I, I hated that Island. I remember Gullah Gullah Island, and I hated it as a kid. Out of the box. Um, uh, I didn't watch Fraggle Rock. Did y'all watch Fraggle Rock? I, I, I watched Fraggle Rock. I never I was seen one episode of Fraggle Rock. Wait a minute, what's the age difference again? What's my age difference with y'all? I only got like two years on. on no. Most of y'all. Right? Nigga, me and you were born the same year. You just born a couple months earlier or later. Nigga, we, I mean, I had stolen cable and you had blue cable. Why the hell we have two different, like... Because, again, we had, we still had choice, but not like they have now. You can go, dog, you can watch old cartoons. Oh, no, I know they got choices now, but everything's so softball, man. Everything's so clean cut. Like what? Like, I, you gotta be more specific, because, like... I can't it's like, literally, door, all right, so... Like, door was on Nick and Nickelodeon. Did you... Did you ever notice that, like, on Spider-Man, the animated series, they never punched in. They never showed people punching. But we saw violence. We just didn't realize that they weren't punching each other. It was lasers instead of bullets and throws. But I was I was watching something on YouTube, and it was like, yeah, they weren't allowed to punch. Even on the X-Men thing, we didn't see people punch each other. It was just, like, it was edgy, but it wasn't overly violent to where we were, like, you know, crazy. Now you won't even see that much. Yeah, like, but I want to uh, what's the stay shit? up and watch Spawn because the Spawn was cooler. Yeah, but you had to have HBO for that, and you knew you weren't supposed to watch it, but we watched it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, HBO had fun on there, and it's not as good as you remember. <laughs> it's not. I won't. I won't watch it. I don't want to ruin the uh, <laughs> the memory. Yeah, don't ruin it. But uh, it was in some aspects that were cool, and that one movie. And it, 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 movies, bro. We had teenage. We are no, like was, But what what is this generation's version of Batman animated series, which is hands down the greatest animated series we've ever seen? The introduction of anime made it all different because, like, My Hero Academia is pretty much like Batman or every kind of superhero you want to think about. I don't. Mm-hmm. Anime see, I don't know anime. Anime did. I give you that, but. Uh, fuck, because we are such our because we are the parents now, obviously. We are so bought into into anime now as this generation. You either got the folks that's into it or the folks that's like, that ain't shit. And they don't they don't contrast it the same way that our parents did when they saw anime. It's like the like, stuff that like Yokai. I, I that was the end of my anime, like kids anime. I tried to watch Yokai and yeah. I was like, this is trash. It was just fake Pokemon. I do not remember Yokai. What was Yokai? You were too old for it. I was in my 20s. Watching. I, was I think the last thing I remember looking at, like, you know, a little bit older, but like some stuff like that was uh, um, Read Between the Lions. Uh, what's the name? Um, watches, um, he watches a lot of Power Rangers. Um, 
Shit, what else do I do? I watched that coming up. Like, I, don't, I can't remember the age. I think when I was around, nine. probably fifth, fourth, fifth, nine. He, still, he watched a lot of uh, weird anime that I don't like the kids' anime. Uh, what's the thing with the Bakugan? I, I don't get it, but he watches Bakugan. A little longer than a few minutes later. I finally watched uh, saw Eternals um, last week. I, I like that. I thought that shit was actually dope. The beginning is slow as fuck, but like the overall, like after you realize what's all going on in the story and shit, like I thought it was dope. You're the only person I heard say that about the Eternals. I, I told you, like, I don't know what people be looking for. I mean, you're a Marvel, but I all uh, uh, like hardcore fans. No, so. but the thing is, I think this is no, why no, I'm no, a Marvel this kind of experience. We, we're think, not doing that in 2022. Go ahead. Well, no, I feel like I feel like folks literally are looking for something that is like extremely key onto the comics, but like it's clearly been defined that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is another universe and a multiverse, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But if you could get me with the storyline, like. Granted, like I said, the beginning of it was slow, and I didn't know if I was gonna like it. When we got like halfway through, and we got to see the plot point and what was going on, I was like, they brought it full circle. So whoever writes for these fucking movies, I give them props for it because they lure me in. And even when it well, starts well, off well, like subpar, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was it. I was just saying, if it starts off subpar, but it ends for a great grand, you know, grandiosity like no, it no, did. The thing is- Great, but the problem is you have to watch an entire fucking movie to get to that. Or you can just watch. I agree. That's the thing. I'll give it. I'll give it a rating on like if I were to rate it out of ten, I would give it a six. It ain't the greatest, but it still kept me entertained and intrigued enough to watch it. You didn't care about that kiss, huh? You didn't care about that kiss. Oh, they did a kiss in there. Which kiss? Gay kiss. You know, yeah, black guy. Oh, I, I, I. I think I, I walked out when I saw it because I was like, it, it kind of made me feel some kind of way anyway. Like, because you think about it, this is the one thing I'll say about the movie. This is what I'll say about the Eternals that they thought they were slick on. They touched on all the different fucking communities on purpose and they made sure that they uh, let us see them. Uh, like, every hero was a fucking pan, pan uh, was it, a pander to something. And obviously, the black guy had to be the gay guy with a family and all that what shit. Okay, whatever. But. No, his name is Fastos, but the nigga that's the person that's fast is a, is not that's not oh, him. Man, that's um, that's the deaf girl. The deaf girl was the uh, one that was super fast. Yeah, see that 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 looked like woke central, and I didn't want to watch it. I mean, I and I yeah, it was it was another woke. show that was woke was Naomi, which I was just like, why did y'all make her a lesbian? Like, and she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro. I'm, well, the problem with Naomi is it didn't go with the character. Like, at least with the Eternals, I mean. Obviously, there's probably going to be a gay eternal. Like, it's just... Yeah, if, they, if they were, they were. All these people from all these different places. Now, I think the thing that they really did well with the Eternals is that they decided to rewrite Thanos' brother's character because, you know, he was a little rapey in the comics. And, you know, that doesn't play very well. Yeah. But getting Harry Styles to be the person who plays him means that you can't go for saying anything about him. Otherwise, Yeah, Harry Styles speech. super gay, too. But he, not, he like the respectable kind of gay. <laughs> No, no, he's not. He's not a respectable gay. What he is is that he makes his he makes the stuff that he does about him not about an agenda. Sure. That's and that's the problem that we have with so many people is that like Lil Nas compared to him, Harry Styles. Harry Styles, exactly. Lil Nas X versus Harry Styles is clearly different because Harry Styles wore some stuff from like I would never. But at the same time, he's authentically himself and he's not doing it to show out, which is in part I think why he has had universally such a warm reception, whereas Lil Nas X pisses a whole lot of people off because it's like, bro, we know you're not this guy. I don't know. He kind of fell off. Yeah, we ain't talking about it, but Lil Nas X fell off. 
I mean, I wouldn't say that he fell off. I think what happened mm, is the natural. No, he's like face. a fucking son. He fucking circulates in their appearance because we thought he fell off at the old time road. Boom. Nah, New gay, gay, gay fantastic. I mean, people thought he fell off after he announced the first single from Montero. Um, and but then, he had, but all right, this is the thing. This is where I see his sneaky ass little plan. Because if you look at the credits to that, uh, the, what's the song? Uh, I told you baby. that song. Kanye produced it, co-produced it. It had right. Jack Harlow, who was fucking how does fucking fish grease because of his fucking what's happened. I'm a fan of, of Jack Harlow. I just think what's what's popping was just a trash ass thing to me. But anyway, yeah. um, he had that in the. T- he knew what he was doing. No, he's nah, nah, not. Jack Harlow. I think they, they look at him like he can really rap. Who, what is rapper. over art? What is he's over rapping? Like, are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't say. I mean, but who who said he's lyrical though? As I never heard his name correlated with lyrical. That's what I'm asking. I don't, I don't understand why he's coordinated as being good or great. They act like he's great. I'm just, I don't hear it. One eternity later. Okay, wait after that. Give us your five. Give us five. You don't have to go through all Five what? Your five Jay-Z. Your top five Jay-Z. Top five Jay-Z. Uh, we're going to go number one, the Black yeah. Album. Uh, number two, uh-huh. let's go with Blueprint. I said that. Uh, Hard Knock Life is, uh, no, let's go with Life and Times. Hard Knock Life and whatever his first album was, which I think is critically underrated. Uh, but I, I had a couple songs on that. Uh, Politics as usual. Wow. So you said Life and Times. You talking about the Life and Times volume two with the Hard Knock Life. Oh, shit. Well, it was two Life and Times. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Hard Knock Life on that. There's three. There's three, there was three of, them. of them. There's volume one, two, yeah. and three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. The second one has Hard Knock Whatever Life. one had Hard Knock Life on it. And the other one had, um, what's the name of that song? Um, not never. Where I'm from. Where I'm from, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that's volume one. Yeah, okay. That's volume. And what was the first album? So, his first album. Reasonable, Reasonable doubt. doubt. Yeah, that's my. Hey, I know people love that album, but it's kind of boring, old New York kind of rap. It's considered a classic. It's considered yeah, a classic. Yeah, old New York one. rap. That's kind of like, like Illmatic. I see why people like yeah. it, but them shit's boring as fuck. <laughs> All right, so Riker, what about you? What favorite Jay Z yeah. album? Your top five and and five to one Maybe or one to go for top three because I don't think niggas know five Jay Z albums. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I wouldn't say five Jay Z albums. He has them. Um, yeah. Obviously, Polo. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I wouldn't. I yeah, wouldn't. Polo, because I ain't found the R. Kelly album and the, the Kanye album. And the. Um, I was about to say, Watch the Throne counts. I don't think that counts. Watch the Throne counts. I don't count it. And Watch the Throne should count because it counts for both Correct. of them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's got both of them. That's why I don't count it. Yeah. It's a Jay Z album. It's, I mean, when niggas say fuck Jay-Z, they say fuck Watch the Throne. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, people do like to throw that out there. So by that count, then I guess number one would be Best of Both Worlds. <laughs> 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 that is, oh, my uh, God. You're a fool. No, no, no. It would probably it would probably be Reasonable Doubt, because that was actually a really great album. Um, Best of Both Worlds by R. Kelly. Then The Blueprint. Blackout would be number four. And I if I had to choose a five, uh, I'm gonna be an asshole and go uh, the dinosaur. Oh god! Even though it's a collaborative uh, one, uh, it's still his. Uh, I, don't, I hate when they call it. I, get, I hate that they counted it, but I don't it count is, it uh, because. But it's his, right, it's, so, it's under it's published under him. But it is. That's, that's his no, I album. Agree. I agree. That's why I hate people calling the compilation because like he's on every song. So. Exactly. It don't matter. Like, people can be people can be mad, but my, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. My number one Jay Z album is Watch the Throne, actually, because to me, it's the most listenable Jay Z project ever. Like, no, I'm black. Uh, 
Mm, Number two is Black Album. Number two is Black Album because I have skips in Black Album. I hate threats. (laughs) I hate change clothes. Yeah, like I hate change clothes. Kind of played out really quick. I hate clarity too. Like, I think those are three of the trash. Moment of clarity. Look at crazy. Because all right, the great somebody did a remix of "I Just Died for oh, Clarity," oh, and I love that way that better. That man's face is just like my face. Oh, Come on, man, it was beautiful. Yeah, I hate no. The beat was so trash. It was an Eminem beat, and it was so yeah, fucking dark and trash. Eminem beat. Um, so that's why it has skips on me. So that's why oh. I don't like it. And then the blueprint is number three. Those are my three, and then after that, it would be uh, volume one, and then recently. What, what, what album had never changed right now? That was uh, Blueprint One, right? I am a that was rock the blueprint. Rock blueprint. <laughs> no, the, yeah, yeah, that was the blueprint. Never, 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 never. The blueprint. I ain't gonna lie, it's probably one of the most perfect albums ever, but it has skips. It has two skips on there from that I don't listen to. I mean, like, I hate H to the Izzo. People only H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. But it has, it has probably. Uh, guilty, y'all did not. Which is that? He don't really do skips like that no more. Y'all ever notice that? Like after like 2010, because everything's streaming. Everything is streaming, so they don't count the skips because they can just go ahead and build a playlist. Niggas are just right. Oh, right. So you just build it out, and, and if you really don't want to play it, you can but just say ignore song. Blueprint. I don't care what nobody says. The blueprint has probably the hardest intro outside of Jeezy's Thug Motivation One. Uh-uh, uh-uh. What more can I say? I, the, the, I, the outro to me was just like I, I was just like that. What more? What more can I say? I know. The, I outro. I'm talking about the first track of the album. Period. I know, I know. He's oh. he's throwing an album. He's on that. Actually, no. This is this was really good. I need to have to take it to relationships so we can get that in before we close out. But yeah, this is this is good. I yeah. almost want to make this a Patreon yeah. segment because that was actually that actually required me to think about three that M&M. a lot harder three than what M&M. I wanted we'll to. That back because it's only really three because you can't do five M&M. well, Although recovery is on the, the first three, the first three M&M albums. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Recovery it's only the first good. three albums. <laughs> wow. Actually, going to be recovery. It was, it was a yeah. superb album. Yes, I get the fact that people are like, oh, well, he's not. He, he's not, no, no. This is a man who is in the middle of drug addiction, coming through and making. It. Yes, I understand. Not afraid is on there, and that became a skip for most people after being out there. Um, but last but not least would definitely be the Eminem show. I know it's a controversial choice because a lot of people did not like the Eminem, Eminem show. show would be number um, one. That's funny. That's number one. That's number one for me, too. I love the Eminem show. I agree with you. I'm working on the course. I'm working at Thornton no more. These motherfuckers are thinking I'm playing. I'm playing because I'm thinking it's just to be fan. Again, I hear you. I hear you guys that for all three of you, Eminem show would be your number one. Eminem show. That was his magnum opus. Eminem show. Yeah. For me, for me, it was a Marshall Mathers LP. But I think it's depending on the phase upon your life that you listen to it. Because for me, he the Marshall Mathers LP, for me, the reason why it's number one and clear number one for me above all else is because this is when this oh, nigga is super successful. He's having to deal. Clear out my closet is on the Eminem. 
So what are you talking about? I understand that, sir, but he has the he has the way I am. Superman. Bitch, please. No. Do. All right. So, so the, thing is, the thing is the thing is the thing that's bad about that or Mark the Metal's LP to me is it has too many skips. You gotta get all the way to the back end of the album to it. What do you mean it has too many skips, nigga? I don't skip anything. I skip nigga. it all. You know the best songs on the album? I bet you can't even name the best song on that album outside the way I am, because the way I am was pretty you. Drug ballad. No, no, you love drug ballad. I think I think it goes the way I am, then kill you, then the reason why that the reason why the Marshall Matters LP is even ranked where it is is because it has Kim on it. And I ain't gonna lie, I love that fucking song. Uh, I love that. That is the song I think everybody drug ballad. Every time I try to walk away. Uh, you gotta go. That nigga, mm. the way he started this song, he said, Back with Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark. They thought we used to get the party. We he put on the clinic, yeah, yes. About yeah. a 16, you can probably crawl in. By the like, he just he went in. I love that song, yeah. You know, I, um, I had that everything spinning. You begin to think women is women and pink linen. They get in the sink. Then and I'm like, version, God, that version didn't have kill you on. They had this one called, um, I think it was called the kids or drugs. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the kids. kids. Yeah. And then that song, I'm just Marshall Matter. I don't know why you <laughs> right. Like that's all you, but you got to get to track like eight or nine to get to that fade vibe. Everything in the beginning was bullshit. Uh, that's why I say. The way, yeah. I, you know, saying, the way I am, you know what I'm saying? Once you get to that part of the album, Sam was number three. Once you get to that, that's part, what I'm saying. Different. For me, it's for me. There's no skips. I can listen to PSA, yeah. then into Kill You, then Stan, then the Paul skit, then Who Knew. Hello, but y'all then, know then Steve Burns. I the whole thing. Kamikaze is my number three, and that's recent. Kamikaze. No, no, Kamikaze was going to be my number four. And number five for me was going to be um, the sl- the uh, Slim Shady LP. Slim Shady, Slim Shady LP is my number two. Wow. Like that's where I because man, if you go back and listen to Brain Damage, uh, I never knew. No, I, no, 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 it's a um, great album. I like, just think Kamikaze he came in with such a resurgent force. And for me, I, Eminem has had three albums where he's essentially had to come back. From all the setbacks, he's the only or, rapper that's been given that opportunity. Relapse again, relapse as an album that you look at right now. Yes, it's not that great, but for where he came from, it makes a lot of sense. Then he's back to back. I actually, recovery. I actually fuck with Curtain Call. Actually, I fuck with Curtain. The Marshall Matters had Monster uh-huh. on there, but beyond that, I don't know any other songs on the Marshall Matters too. LP two, I don't know. I, no, I, yeah, I, I yeah I'm not. I'm not. Good. I'm not including Marshall Mathers too. Yeah, that, Marshall that for Mathers. me is a, res, a resurgence. The resurgence for me was Eminem with relapse. Oh, and Eminem I, with recovery. Like literally a year later, people people had told him that they hated re, that they hated relapse, and he comes back with a recovery album. And then the last one being when he came back with Kamikaze after getting panned with a revival. He's had three restarts. Murdered by my book. Okay, it wasn't bad. It was okay. Well, no, no, yeah, it's, right. it's okay, but I'm saying like I count, you know everything that he's done after um everything he's done after let's say relapse I consider nine canon. Wow, I'm gonna put it in the context of our yeah, language. That's, the, that's literally that's literally the entire that's literally sixty percent of his catalog. I know, I know. 
with Juice World. But it's just think about think about the Eminem that you know and grew up on and whatever. Like and what he's doing now. Everything he's doing now is just the rich nigga that's bored. I mean, I think that counts for all artists. That's like fifty six. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, granted, that's it. The difference, the difference between yeah. the difference between him and other niggas as rich niggas as bored is at least he actually threw it into his crap. Only thing is, it's like nigga, we ain't trying to hit that. Like you try to put on a go actually teach a fucking class in college to teach niggas how to rap rather than fucking force us to hear this music because you are Man, you a lyrical genius. People how to rap. <laughs> no, exactly. When no, you release the album, no, because they don't listen to it because it's like, oh, let me an old ass nigga. But, but what did Knife want to do? Knife wanted went and taught a class. The great, but, yeah, but you can actually be great. like. Like I hear a little baby, but they, like he want to be great, but he don't want to be great. He just want to do the same thing. But there are. You said yeah, like, he act like he, he, say, he, say he, he don't care. Kind of but yeah. he's not. But, but what I mean by that is there are literary scholars that I sat there and broke down Lemonel's rhyme schemes and how he pieces together how you know his his words and like it is literal it is on a genius level. So I would rather Eminem go out there and and teach rather than fucking keep releasing music that nobody's gonna listen to except for Eminem's stands. And most Eminem stands at this point are just weird ass white people that were those weird ass white teenagers that listen to him, and now they're weird ass adults that are the only ones listening to him. Like nobody's actually listening to Eminem. And true. then on top of it, he has to well, bullshit. Like, number one. <laughs> like, bro, I don't know. What he is, but that's what I'm saying. But, all right, so. I ain't gonna lie. It, I, I when I've gone and traveled the fucking globe and heard people talk about shit, like they literally speak on a fucking level that is not like. Do you even enjoy the music, or are you just getting the hard on? Like it's kind of like that. Like they they do relate to it and they love it. And Eminem is worldwide famous, so when his name drops, there America is the least appreciative of rap music versus everybody right. else. So I'll give you. That's why they're going you know who really rap. Rap. So it ain't gonna like break it down very well. The British, the Brett, the Black Brit. They they yes. are they yeah are, yeah they do and they know they, they can't rap like I, there will never be a great break yeah no no my favorite no, no, no. For you my favorite meme my favorite meme is uh, when you hear don't be come on then you hear British yeah, rap bro, they, they, <laughs> they can't do it it's the voice like the closest you can get like, I come the, on Africans, the, numbers, the African and Jamaican voices can do it but like British people you cannot do it like they they know they can't do it no, it's you. their voice. Bro, I've heard yeah. some hot fucking Come on, bro. <laughs> hey, Riker, I can count on one finger how many hot ass. <laughs> you, you again. You ain't shit with any of this. I get it. I get it. It's it's hard to overcome how it sounds. I'm not disagreeing with you. It is hard to overcome how British I don't people appreciate talk. you talking to me so elegantly, nigga. In a hospital, I I You ain't gonna use your Cambridge level vocabulary and make me feel like I should feel great. Oh, man's not hot. Man's not hot. I get part of why it's so funny is because. That to us is how British people sound when they rap. But if you, again, can look beyond the surface and actually get to the content, they have a lot of really good stuff. And their drill scene is still really hot. Well, the, most, the problem for most people is how they sound <laughs> is that they're rapping about 
stuff and they're rapping so nicely because they just I think if if we were to have a British Eminem pound per pound, he would have the highest vocabulary out of all I'm number one spot in your fucking lap, call me laptop. <laughs> like nigga, shut up. Exactly. Some shit like that. <laughs> Some shit like that. But that's but that's it's really the, that's really the problem. And I know we've got a, a deep dive here, so this is likely gonna end up mostly on Patreon. But uh, last but not least, the thing that I really want to get into here is um, this whole. So, Russian <laughs> Fit went on goddamn Flavor Two podcast, which was a huge fucking mistake for them because you don't go on a podcast with comedians because these niggas will literally sun your ass, and everyone will think that shit is hot fire. And that's literally exactly oh, oh, what, what happened. Because I didn't watch it, but did they get roasted by Andrew Schultz and uh, Oshkosh? So Oshkosh, Oshkosh wasn't even really the person who was doing the most. Actually, Andrew Schultz, I will give it to him. He disagreed vehemently with what they had to say, but he was pretty and nice. That Oshkosh, Oshkosh and that black guy who does their DJing thing, like, they were just rude as shit. Like, they were talking to these niggas like the way we want to talk to a special guest that hasn't been on the podcast in the last two podcasts and then decided to fix his mouth to say some slick shit. Like, that kind of stuff. And the thing about it was Andrew's like, bro, chill. Like, these are still guests. Like, you realize they could... I talking about the black dude that's in the background? Yeah, yeah. The black guy in the background just said some slick shit when Myron was in the middle of his explanation. Andrew's like, bro, like, chill. Like, oh, right. I, oh, you, because you, he, you know what, though? Because he be, like, that nigga, like, I, I appreciate that because he's on a show that ain't even, like, right, it has a lot of black viewers, but that nigga keeps it, like, 100. Like, the shit he says is his background commentary. It'd be legit, like, black commentary. No, no, I'm not saying that he doesn't have it, but it's there's a certain level to how you say things to where you're not insulting your guests. Like, again, but, we've had... But these several, are guests that you know that you're not going to invite on again. Well, no. They will likely involve them again, depending on how things go. Because, again, the thing about Flagrant 2 is they like having diverse opinions. Like, they will invite people who hate feminism, and then they'll invite a feminist well, to explain why men should give a fuck. Also, because the freaking fresh niggas and thirsty niggas is trying to get that shit blown up, so I know they'll come back. Just the, you know, it's just the fact that I feel like their level of uh, commentary is not going to be on a level of these niggas. Because Andrew Schultz is an intelligent ass nigga, a, a, a comedian. Well, well, but the the problem with the problem with that episode of Flagrant Two is the fact that they're really to to beat fresh and fit, you're gonna have to come with numbers because they're coming with numbers instead. Andrew Schultz, I hate to tell you this, nigga, but you've been famous for what, fifteen years? You're not yeah. having the same exact dating experience. No, no, the, you're giving him too argument. much time. No, you're giving him too much time. He he he's been known because of the guy code, but podcast wise, he is probably ten years collectively. Okay, fine, ten years collectively, he's been famous. But you also, and this is the argument that I was having. Well, not argument, debate I was having with my wife. You're you're a guy who's been trying to get on for probably fifteen years. Yeah. So the first yeah. five years of comedy, you were just struggling. But the thing about yeah. it is struggling comics develop a lot of skill to talk to people because, again, you get so much rejection. Like, there's a difference, as we were saying earlier off pod before when no one else heard us, is the difference is a lot of black guys get so used to rejection that at some point you get really good at talking to people because you're so... Well, he left up, too, though, because his mentor became, you know, Charlemagne the Rapist, like, regardless of how exactly, exactly. about him. Again, th- but that's what I'm saying, is all that stuff factors into it. He's acting like, hey, man, any guy can get girls. 
Nigga, that's a fucking lie. We all know it. I mean, let's just talk about utmost, and utmost don't count. They'll fuck anybody who's willing to fuck them. Yeah. Like, that that that's not a that's not realistically a thing. Now I'm not saying you need to take it to the level that Fresh and Fit take it to, where they're just like, women are the exact enemy. But there is some credence to what Myra was trying to say, which is men oftentimes do walk into dating with fucking butter knives because you're not thinking of dating like dating like anything else is a game. Right. And mm-hmm. you need to be at least aware that that you're in a game. I'm not saying you have to participate because people participate and they take it to like the extremes where it's just like, hey, man, I'm dating 20 bitches and I got all this other stuff here. But at the same time, you need to be able to understand that dating is a game. The problem with Andrew Schultz is like, nigga, you literally have been famous for 10 of the last years. And during that time, you found your wife. It's not like you're a regular guy working a nine to five because that's the other problem. And that feeds back into just kind of Western civilization. Everybody thinks that they're going to be able to just with enough hard work and things become a millionaire. And nigga, that's not true. Some of you niggas is going to be the average nigga making $54,000 a year in an increasingly small middle class because inflation was 7% last year. And I guarantee you by the end of this month, it's probably going to be eight, nine or 10. Everything is costing more. So your your raises will never be able to keep up unless you're doing monkey fucking leaps up into the air and getting much, much higher raises. But the problem with how the conversation was dictated is the fact that they want to go based anecdotally. It doesn't matter if you've had a good experience and your um, wife or whoever else has had good dating experiences. There are plenty of guys who are having shitty fucking experiences. Look at the incel community. It would have been unheard of. 20 years ago. Now, there are what, like 7, 8 million guys who are just like, I'm incel, I'm involuntarily celibate, women won't sleep with me, everything sucks, yada, 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 yada. But this is a, this is a small portion of men who basically have kicked themselves outside of dating. And there's another small portion of people who've kicked themselves out of dating. So you really gotta understand here that the game is not the game that you niggas are being sold. But, sorry, continue. You were talking that. What, what, what is there to continue? <laughs> This was your argument. Uh, I'm gonna continue. Let's just talk about that. Um, I was just saying. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying because I was just like bringing up the fact that like they were on there. I think it uh, what they did on their fuck shit was so big of a deal that it got on a higher platform. But the thing is, Flavor Two ain't the biggest platform in the world. There ain't too many people that know about it outside of people that actually pay attention to podcasts. So. Andrew Schultz makes sure that he tries to stay close enough to the culture so he can be relevant, but also he makes sure that I don't know if he uh, inadvertently does it, but he lets you know that he's a white fucking dude from New York. Is he Jewish? I don't know. Schultz sounds Something like that. Yeah, but he he teeters the line of saying going too far. He he lets you know that, but I got to watch the interview because I I did. No, to watch the interview. I dismissed it because I saw Fresh and Fit. But it was just the fact that I know that podcast. I did watch it at some point before I started getting annoyed by it because they started beefing with the other podcast that we don't fuck with, and it just became kind of like lame. Thing, and I then I do. No, 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 go, go. One thing I would just say about the whole man of spirit that I do like, and they do add as far as a value is, I think men going to dating with the conception that women are in hand would be better than men when it comes to like. Um, not dating itself. Everything. everything. Not everything, but like 
The idea is that women... No, everything. Because they think that women are Correct. kinder, nicer, more yeah, fair, yeah. willing to do all these yeah, things. Dating they are literally the same figures, and some would say Correct. worse. I would say they're worse. But hey, that's just me. Part of that is the difference in the youth versus um, longevity argument. Because as Patricia O'Neill say, the difference here is with men and women is that women are coming into this game like, I'm beautiful, you worship this pussy. And guys are coming into the game having to build upon themselves and build upon themselves and build upon themselves. And then when they get to be like 40 years old, they've got all this money. All of a sudden, they're like, nope, you can kiss both of my nuts. I'm going to go for the woman who's 20-something years old. And women are like, why won't you date me? I'm, I'm 30. No, I'm, I'm going to date the hottest woman that I can afford. And I can afford and her. And they think you're wrong for and doing that's, it. I don't think like, you're wrong for doing that. Exactly. And that's, but again, that goes back to men not understanding the game, which is you, no one is wrong for having whatever preferences that they want. No one is wrong for enforcing that unless you happen to be a man. And that goes back to what we talked about last podcast, where this woman was getting mad at this guy for basically saying that, um, you know, hey, I don't date fat women. And people are like, oh my God, I can't believe he doesn't date fat women. He's like, no, yeah, call me fat phobic. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'm sorry, if you fat, I'm not dating you, period. Point blank, this is end of the story. But if a woman says, I don't date guys who are less than six feet, everyone thinks that, hey, that's completely fine. Like, these are the same thing. These are people basically saying, based on this one particular aesthetic, I don't date people. Uh, we, can, we can lie as much as we want and say that dating is blind, but it's not. But then the first time that you meet someone, you've already kind of formed an opinion about them. Now, sometimes you can get out of it because, I mean, look, Biggie was pulling women as big as he was. But he had game. He had a skill that most people don't have. I'm sorry. Most niggas don't have the gift of gap. Most niggas are just kind of okay with it. Or, you know, they're genetically not having the kind of thing that they need. <laughs> yeah, they don't, have, they don't have what they need to be able to really, like, talk to women effectively. But um, last but not least, least. Uh, basically, uh, on one of Poor Man's podcasts, he had this woman who had a really controversial statement. Her response was that men f- are the reason why there are more failed relationships than women. And the reason that she went into it is because she's like, men, women have to have all these things together. They have to be driven. They have to have themselves together and all these other things. And, and Poor Man was like, no man has ever asked you, hey, you got your own crib, you got your own car. All right, cool. I can date you now. Oh but if God. a man hangs, Thanks. is that really the nigga you want to yeah, date? Yeah, she made that Probably up. Not. Man, men don't care about that shit. They really don't. No, I, I, you don't care about it unless you try to settle down. When you just out there casually dating, like, like, really, you don't give a fuck. Even if you don't, like you don't. You <laughs> exactly, men yeah, are not yeah. really caring about that. I mean, well, let me phrase it. Most men, um, because yeah, no, sure, there's some guys no, out there. I who disagree. Are, I disagree. I disagree. Bro, you, I did. Who are these guys? Who are you're these looking guys? for different things. You talking about yourself? Yeah, you I'm myself because car, I love But you, but if you look good enough, you won't care about our car. A man with no car, he don't look good enough for that. Oh, no. I mean, I, I remember when I was in my, like, my phase of, like, you know, fresh out of the other relationship, and I'm, like, about to get acclimated back into this shit. Um, and I'm talking about marriage. When I was out of game for, like, legitimately five years and came back, I looked at it, but, yeah, it didn't matter to me what kind of car she drove, but I didn't look at it sideways because it did adjust how I did fuck with her because uh, it was like, all right. Yeah, but that, that should be how you handle everyone and everything. You should size people based on... But you know, what kind of things they bring to the table. I agree with that, but when it was like, man, literally when I'm just out here trying to smash and do me, it was, I saw like what they, it, it helped me alter the parameters how I'm going to deal with you. Because okay. if you come up to, yeah, that's what I mean by that. 
Like, if I got a, and I, at the time, I had the fucking thought wagon. I was driving a brand new fucking Nissan off my downsides from my fucking Jeep. This nigga had the thought wagon. I had, I, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I had the ultimate because I was I downsized from the Jeep. And I was in North Carolina and traffic was Black bad. woman magnet. It was, I guess. But, but regardless, it was the fact that, like, I had that. It wasn't a fancy-ass car. Granted, it was a newer car versus what I seen the chicks. Some of the, like, this one. I was speaking of one specific situation. I saw her come up in an old ass like Malibu from the like ninety. This is two thousand and what? Let's say two thousand and thirteen, fourteen, fourteen. She had like a two thousand one, two thousand two Malibu, something like that. And I looked at it sideways, like, Ugh. you know, like, why but, would I get in the car with yeah, you? Well, I w- it wasn't even that. We met at the restaurant, kind of thing, and it was like, uh, uh, all right, cool, nigga. I'm just trying to smash anyway. I ain't trying to make this my wife. So I, I brushed it off anyway, like in the sense of like, whatever, what I got to do now, fast forward to when you like actually out there and you looking for wifey material inadvertent. Like I ain't necessarily fall upon something like, oh, yeah, this wifey. But it's still like after a while you get tired of being what you've been dealing with. So you kind of like I'm going to just up it a little bit. She, she ain't got to have a specific car, but I want to see how she cares. So you do. Mm-hmm. Look okay. At it like okay. That. I. I... I, I get that. that. I that's get what I mean. I, I think, like, I think for I ball me, in that. not as big a thing, but I completely understand. That's a, that's a valid thing. Reed, you got to be mad before. The the reason why, and before I, you know, Reed go, I was just saying, like, because what I, what I feel like dealing with, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's kind of like no, no, precursor. I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Like, you, you, you have a certain of, like, you know, when you see that one guy who's dating that crazy chick, and it's like, yeah, man, but she... She's so wild in the sack. I'm like, bro, she slashed your fucking tires. He's like, yeah, but, you know, tonight she's going to be doing all kinds of tricks and saying she's sorry for it. Right. And insurance going right. to take care of that. And it's like, all right. Well, I mean, and I, I had that. Like, I had I had a broad that was like, this bitch lived with her mom. She didn't have no car. Her job wasn't shit. Like, she lived. It, and it was annoying. Well, I got to pick you up all the time. I got to drive 40 oh, minutes to pick home. you up. You I got to drive 40 minutes to drop you yeah, but that ain't my girlfriend, so I can do what the fuck I want to do anyway. Yeah, yeah, but that's that that's his problem. The fact like that, that was, he, yeah. he was in a situation yeah. ship, but he was having to do yeah, boyfriend that's duties. The thing. I didn't that's what I'm saying. I wasn't I, no no it wasn't even boyfriend duties. It's like if I want to fuck you, I gotta still go pick you up and drop you. Exactly, that's yeah. boyfriend duties. Picking picking a chick up is boyfriend yeah. duties. No, because yeah. boyfriends will pick up a chick and just to pick her up. I was just, I, we fucking like, <laughs> that's, what I'm that's what I'm saying is that's what I'm saying is even if it's guaranteed. The fact that you have to come and pick her up is boyfriend duties. I don't know. The older I, I get, less my mind. Some, boy, some niggas are stepping ass boyfriends that literally. Okay, okay. All right. Well, they, hey. they ain't even smelling. This nigga's out there. You know what? They ain't even smelling. What do we say? I don't know. I don't know about that life, bro. I don't know about that life. I don't Reed. know about that life either. But I've been around niggas. That, you ain't smelled it. And that's your, you the boyfriend? Nigga, do you know what color panties you wear at least? <laughs> Again, read. <laughs> I got it. Oh. Yeah. Final final thought. Oh uh, well, you know, Goku is like the top guy in anime, and if you can't be Goku, you know, <laughs> what is it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't like, shit. Goku, you you know, ain't no Goku because it's Goku. I mean, it is what it is. But far as that goes, um, what what I did find interesting about your dynamic is like you were trying to still find a future with them, and I'm you. See the idea that you broke, but you had to go pick her up and all that. In my mind, I'm just like, okay, if ain't nothing else going on, you go pick her up. 
you know. <laughs> and that's good. Like, yeah, yeah I'm out of here, you know. But yeah. that's, that's pretty much what it was. That's what it was. You know what I mean? So, you know, it goes both ways. But, like, even like someone's situation, I don't remember asking where they live for the most part. The only reason you ask them where they live is if you're trying to, you know, go over there. <laughs> you know, do what you got to do. Basically, basically. I only know, I only noticed it because I had to pick her up. <laughs> I mean, again, it goes back to that being, in my opinion, a boyfriend duty. But, yeah. I mean, we'll have more conversation on that coming very, very soon to our Patreon exclusively. So, thanks again, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another episode of Everyday Black Men Podcast, a podcast for authentic black male thoughts. I've been Riker. He's been DJ Almighty. Arreen and Armstead. Follow us on Twitter at EVYD Black Men, Instagram Everyday Black Men, the Everyday Black Men Facebook page. Please subscribe to our Patreon. Tons of exclusive content up there. We got mixes, we got dick pics, and of course we got fitness tips. So uh, he never did get that. Fitness I guess tip. it's fit. He never did. So, it, so I try to get it to begin it. That fitness tip that I'm going to give people, people yeah, of the world, follow my bodies beyond norm page on Instagram. Bodies beyond norm underscore LLC. Also, fitness tip I'm going to give is don't let something bad to you happen. Don't let something happen to you bad to the point where it, it forces you to start taking better care of yourself. Go ahead and start now so that you won't be forced to do it later on. Does that make sense? That does make sense, Armstead. Thanks for the be fit tip. Armstead, fit tips. Be proactive, not reactive. R. Reed with the gift of gab. You know he slept with 500 women. <laughs> Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.